Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Business Shift Podcast. Excited to be with you today. Today, it's just me. I've been doing lots of guest episodes. I did say that last solo episode. Man, it's been awesome. I've been having so many amazing people on the podcast. Can't release them fast enough, so there's going to be a lot of really good gold nuggets coming down the scheduling list, so keep your eyes peeled for some more amazing, awesome podcasts. Um, Today, I've been getting a lot of insights from a lot of amazing people as I interview them and talk about the concept of solopreneur to business owner. Um, So today, I want to talk more about that idea and how you can decide as a solopreneur if going the route of being a business owner is right for you. All right, let me give you some context on this. So the whole premise of this podcast is the idea that there's a difference between solopreneur, solopreneur, and business owner. And that people like to use this term, this umbrella term of entrepreneur to describe the journey that we go on as when we start a business. And I think that we are all entrepreneurs by being creative, by stepping in and not having a traditional job, we are creating new opportunities for people. So I would say we are entrepreneurs, but I see that because we're using this term to describe all stages of the business life, I see people get stuck in this loop of thinking that they can act the same and, you know, respond the same way and put into put the same actions, do the same actions in order to get different results because you are striving to get different results at each piece of your journey as you go on this journey to grow your business. And as I've been talking and bringing on lots of people onto the podcast, I've realized that a lot of people talk about the difference and the shift that needs to be made as you go from solopreneur to business owner. And they're talking about that mindset, that mindset shift that you need to have and that new kind of direction that you head towards. But a lot of them have also said that it's important to make the decision and have the desire to be a business owner, to be handling a bigger business compared to just wanting to have a smaller business where you're the expert, where you are essentially the self-employed person and you're the one running it. And they've talked about how depending on what you want will give you the direction that you need to go. And so today I really wanted to dive deep into this idea of, okay, how do you decide that you want to move towards being a business owner? Okay. So if you are confused in terms of what the definition between business owner, solopreneur are, there are so many different episodes that I've released that talk about those. I get people, different people's opinions on this. Um, 
I, my, my definition is expanding and growing based off of what people have said. And I'm learning more and more as I get different perspectives on the idea. I've heard people say that there's not a difference that you should have this, the CEO, this entrepreneur mindset throughout your entire journey. P other people have said that there is a clear difference. Um, for me, my definition as of right now of what a business owner is, is someone who has a business that's separate from themselves, meaning their business has its own identity and the business can operate without the business owner, or rather that's the goal of having the business, that it can operate without the business owner and that it evolves around its own culture, its own identity, something separate from the person who started it. That is what I believe a business owner is. And what is required at that point is to hire people because if you are the only one in your business, then your business essentially dies with you. And so that implies that if you have a business that is separate from yourself, it has its own identity, then that implies that you have a team that implies that you have a product that implies that you have something that is bringing value to the market. That is not just you. Whereas solopreneur is somebody who's created a business either around themselves or they've created a business around a product, but they're the only ones running it, fulfilling it, and they have to be in it 24 seven. Um, and if they were to uh, remove themselves from the business, it would die with them. And so those currently are my definitions of business owner versus solopreneur, which one you should be. I don't think that one is better than the other. I think that it's up to you to decide what is going to be the best direction for you. And based off of that, that is going to help you make long-term decisions that will massively affect your business. Because if you're looking at it and you know that you don't want to be a business owner ever, meaning you don't want to bring on people to hire, then you're going to make massively direct massively or drastically different decisions than somebody who knows that their business is going to scale. Um, I built a business when I first started, I built a homeschool business that was centered and built around myself. I was the one offering the coaching and I've talked to more people on episodes and have realized that doing it with coaching, which is a lot of the, this audience is people who are doing coaching. Um, it can be difficult for sure to build your business around something else other than yourself when you're building it around coaching. Um, and so I built this homeschool business and it was built around me, myself, and I, my expertise, my coaching. Um, and that business was not built to be more than that. And so I was taking on one-on-one -on -one clients. I did have group clients, um, as well, but essentially that was the cap, meaning my time, once my time was full, that was the cap. And that was how many people I could take. Now, at some point, if I had to continue to grow that business, I may have wanted to bring on a couple of team members, but it wasn't going to grow past that point. It was going to be a very small, close, close knit team. Um, and it was going to be delivering to people, this idea of this coaching. And I would need to bring on, if I wanted people to do the coaching, I would need to train them in that. They would need to have that expertise. Um, whereas my current business, your client success is very much built around this idea of being, being, uh, built for scale because I'm looking at it and going, I want to create a company that can go and outlast me and people are buying it for the product. They're not buying it because they, they want to talk to me. Um, and it took me a while to get there because you, 
there's, there's a little bit of ego connected to it. You're a little bit like, I want people to buy buy it so then they want to talk to me they want to hear my expertise and everything like that but i realized that if i really wanted to get to the, the, the if i really wanted to get the business to the point where i want it and where i envision it i need to create a separate culture for it and so uh de developing a mission statement for it developing its own kind of values its own priorities um treating it essentially as its own entity and being is very important giving it giving it its own name not naming it after you we talked about this in the last solo episode about are you the business or are you separate from the business and so you can go and listen to that but today i wanted to talk about how do you know how do you know and how can you start to make the distinction if you want to take it that way um so one is taking advice from Farah's podcast. So Farah uh, was a guest that I had on and she talked about lifestyle. What kind of lifestyle are you wanting to lead personally? Um, and thinking about that, thinking about what kind of lifestyle you want to lead will help you discern what direction to take your business. So for example, if you're wanting to lead a lifestyle where you are, um, let's say that you can just timestamp in, you don't have to, you don't have to drop the map for the business. You don't have to be responsible for the business. You just want to, you just want to timestamp in, give your best and then leave. Right. And you don't want to have to think about work. You don't want to have to really worry about anything else. You just go in, you do your job. You don't really do anybody else's job. You just do yours. You do what you're told to do. You want to clock in, clock out, you're good to go. Then being right. Uh, it's, being a continuity player. This is a, a term I heard from Tom Bilyeu. You're going to hear me quote Tom Bilyeu a lot. Reason for this is because I'm going through his program right now. He's giving me tons of insights. Um, and so he talks about this idea of being a continuity player where you want to clock in, you want to clock out, you're good to go. That's all you want to do. And uh, you, you uh, really want to make sure to have that work life balance, so to speak, where it's, I can, when I'm at work, I do my work and then I come home and I don't anything about that. And I get my certain amount of vacation days. I get my certain amount of pay time off, whatever that looks like. Um, and that's it. That's what I want to do. And I don't feel pressure to essentially uh, need to, to do more than that. And so if you're kind of in that space, no judgment at all for that. I think that that, if that's the life that you want to live, then go like lean into that, live that life. And there are plenty of, I, I think all of these roles that I'm going to talk about are needed in a business. And so go uh, lean into that, find a company, find a, a company that shares that, that same vision that maybe does something along the lines that you like to do um, and lean into that and go find that. Um, I think another type of person um, that we have is people who really want to be the entrepreneurs. They, these are the people who are really good at solopreneurship or they want to be on a team of someone who has um who's running the business. So they don't want to be the business runner owner. They want to be the internal side of things. Right. And they want, they really, what they really care about doing, excuse me, what they really care about doing is their craft and what they're passionate about. Um, and they want to lean into that and be an artist in that and, they can either be a solopreneur where they, they want to create money around it. So they start the business to be able to do their thing. Right. And so the business stuff is stuff that they just, they just have to do, but they really, really like their, their thing. 
Um, or they'd be on a team where they don't have to run the business side of things. They don't have to do any kind of the business side of things, but they're a part of a, vis- a, bu- a business that shares their vision that allows them to be in their, their artistry, their creative space. There's those people. And I call them intro intrapreneurs for people who want to be on a team or solopreneurs for people who want to be so much in their craft, um, but they don't really care too much about the business side of things. And then I think that there are um, entrepreneurs. I'm using the term entrepreneurs, but in this case, I really do think that it's business owners, people who want to, they love the business aspect of it. They love playing the game of business and they want to get into the marketing. They want to learn the sales. They want to learn how to hire. They want to learn how to manage a company. They want to learn how to drive the ship, right? And they want, they, they dig that stuff. And yes, like they may be connected to the product in some way, right? And they have, they have investment in that, but they also love the game of it. They love the game of marketing it, of selling it, of making it successful, of running a successful company that can exist on its own without the business owner. They love that kind of thing. And so I would classify that as a business owner. So based off of your lifestyle, look at it and go, okay, like, can I imagine myself in all three scenarios? And what one interests me the most? Which one do I think I would be, uh, I would enjoy getting up for every single day? And go and pursue that interest. Again, it doesn't have to be something that you feel passionate about. Pursue that interest. And if you figure out that, hey, like I tried this and not something I'm into, you can go and try another thing. Um, But I think it's important that you differentiate those. And so we're talking about, okay, maybe you're a continuity player. Maybe you want to just punch the clock and that's fine. Maybe you want to be an intrapreneur where you're part of the team or a solopreneur where you're just able to do your craft, right? Um, And you don't really like care too much about the business stuff. Maybe you want to hire somebody else in your company to do that for you. Um, and then we've got the, the business owner, people who really are in it, right? They love the business side of things and they want to make that happen. Um, another, another thing that comes to mind uh, when I talk about this topic is this idea of the cash flow quadrant. So I've been reading a lot of Robert Kiyosaki's books. Um, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cash Flow Quadrant, which is his next one. And then Guide to Investing. I'm reading that one right now fantastic books. You should all go get them. Um, but he talks about this idea of the cash flow quadrant, which is four different quadrants. He has it like in, uh, a little, um, there's a little uh, cross and there's four different quadrants. So a little cross, four different quadrants. And he's claims that there are four different quadrants that people make their primary income from. We have the E quadrant, which is employee, which I would say that's equivalent to being a continuity player. We have the S which is the self-employed people who are, uh, who are solopreneurs. We have the B quadrant, which is people who are big business owners. Um, And then we have um, the I quadrant, which is people who are investors. And so it's looking at it and going, okay, where do you make your primary source of income? And where would you like to be making your primary source of income? It's important to think about it that way too, um, because the E and the S quadrant will be... it. I pause because it's like, okay, we'll be spending more time doing their craft. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I know a lot of business owners who they're very much in their business just as much as uh, the the people who are that are self-employed, people who are that employees. Um, But I think there are distinctions between them and you approach 
things differently and approach life differently, approach how you make money differently uh, compared to what quadrant you're in. And so again, it comes down to lifestyle. It comes down to values. It comes down to how you want to lead, lead your life. What are your core values? Because based off of those, right, that is going to determine where you decide to make your income from. Um, and so it's important to recognize that there are these different factors and there's going to be these different players and they need we need to have all of them. We need to have all of them to make businesses run, to make businesses work. Um, and so depending on what you want to be, even if you're not 100% sure, take that interest, run with it, test it, recognize that you're testing it. And if you love it, then go further into it. If you're continuing to be interested by it, go further into it. If not, you can adjust and find a different spot that you want to make your income from. And that is totally fine, but it's up to you. Um, but if you're going to move into that B quadrant, becoming that business owner and really like wanting to scale for the long term, you've got to start now by making sure that your product is separate from yourself, that it has a different name, that it has its own culture, its own values, um, and that you're setting it up for growth and for scalability and you knowing that you're wanting to hire right? You're looking to be very particular in writing down your systems, your processes, making sure that you have those um, and spending time to think about what would it be like to add another person um, and really starting there in order to lay the foundation correctly as you grow as a business owner. Okay. Um, so those are my thoughts there, um, in order to help you get clarity. But again, it starts with desire. Um, if you want to stay as a solopreneur, totally okay. If you want to go into a business owner and be that business owner, that's great too. If you want to, uh, if you want to go and just be a continuity player where you're punching the clock, that's great too, right? What matters is that so many people spend their lives doing something that, that it, they are unhappy with. You can have whatever you want. And so Choose the thing that you're going to be happy with and figure out how to make it work. Okay. Stop doing the things that you hate. When you move towards artistry, you're going to stop doing the things that you hate. Right. And so you, you need to look at it and go, okay, if what, what would my lifestyle look like? If I were to just pick a regular Wednesday, if I'm an employee on a regular Wednesday, what would that look like? What would that day to day process be? Right. If I'm a, a solopreneur on a regular Wednesday, what would that day to day process be a business owner, investor? What would those processes be? If you're having a hard time, like imagining it, go look up other people's. There's so many people that do day in the life videos, go look at their day in the lives and go, wow, would I really like to do that on a day-to-day -day basis? I think that this is a great tip for people who are wondering if they should have kids. I know that's what this is not about, but if you're wondering if you should have kids, think about, well, let's say that I just, it's a random Wednesday with a kid, right? Most people think about the amazing birth moment of having a kid, right? That's very appealing. But if you are like, I don't want anything to do with the day-to-day, -day, the, the grind of the day-to-day -day process of having a kid, then you may want to reconsider that choice. Same thing with a business. Think about what it would be day in, day out. As a business owner, you are responsible for paying people on your team. If anything goes wrong with the business, it's your fault. That's on you, right? You have to now take that. You have to solve those problems. You're going to be putting yourself out of your comfort zone a lot because that's what you, is required in order for you to build the business. So you got to consider that. Um, you are the one writing the map. And so you're not there 
they're following the map. You're creating the map, which means if the map is wrong, then that's your fault. So you have to take a lot of responsibility for that. Um, but you also get to create something and build something based off of your vision. You get to play, you get to learn how to market to people. You get to learn how to sell people. You get to learn how to create a culture that people want to be around and fight for, right? And that people want to help you build and grow. You have people who are smarter than you that you can always be learning from. You have people um, on your team that can offer so much value. People who are true artists that will work for you, right? If you if you built the company correctly, you'll build a company that's bringing in a lot of revenue, right? That you then have to learn how to manage. Um, these things are exciting to me. These things are exciting to me to learn. I'm not good at those things. <laughs> like I I'm, I'm learning. I'm in the process of learning in the process of getting good at those things. Like I've been constantly like working on my selling skills, like working on my finances skills. Um, I talked to Sherry, who's a bookkeeper. I interviewed her, her podcast will be coming up. It's great to hear from her and her side of things as far as bookkeeping as a business versus a solopreneur. What do those look like? Um, and so it's very important that you understand how can I do more of what I love and move towards that. Think about the day-to-day -day process of what would that look like? Because really, we there's, there's the game of life, which is things are going to be great sometimes and things are going to be bad sometimes. That is how it goes. So no matter what you choose, right? No matter whether you choose to be an employee, a business owner, a solopreneur, an investor, whether you choose to be rich or poor, whether you choose to be fat or skinny, whether you choose to be anything like that, it is going to be great sometimes. And it is going to be bad sometimes. That is how life works. And so you have to ask yourself if everything is going to be hard, but is also going to be great, right? What hard am I willing to take? What hard am I willing to take? That is what you have to ask yourself. What are you willing to fight for? What are you willing to move towards? What are you willing to push through and accomplish? And whatever you decide, move towards that, give 100% towards that, and you'll be on the right path. And you'll also have a plan as far as when people ask about certain things, you'll know which way to move. And so if you've decided that my kind of hard, what I want in life is to be a solopreneur, right? If that is the thing, then you know that, all right, well, I may have a cap on my time and that's okay. So when that happens, you're not going to get upset. You'll be like, well, that's, that's what I signed up for, right? And then you know that, okay, I don't need to go, if, if you're doing it all from home, right? If it's, if it's a solopreneur from home, you're like, okay, I don't need a, I don't need to have an office. I don't need to meet with people like I, uh, a team, like it's just me and that's okay. And I can manage that. If that's cool with you, then perfect, right? If you're uh, going to be a business owner, right? And, and you know, okay, I need to get a team. Then you need to, you need to make decisions about that. You need to go, okay, like we need to start writing down our SOPs now. We need to start bringing on companies to help us with this, like mine, for example, if you're working to build your fulfillment, like we need to come in and help you build your, your fulfillment systems out. So then you can hire, right? Being willing to invest money to get clear on your systems and operational processes. All right. Um, and once you decide that you'll be able to move towards what you want in life and create the lifestyle that you actually want instead of fighting against something that you don't want. All right, guys. 
That is it for today. I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for tuning in. Just appreciate you. And uh, let's go ahead and cue the outro. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.